Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, a.k.a. the Merry Make Sisters, a.k.a. the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get married. This is episode <laughs> 144. And yes, we are making <laughs> So many, <laughs> so much talking. I know we're only six away from 150. <laughs> You're hilarious. She says it every time. Oh my gosh, we're nearly at 150. Um, we've changed bedroom locations. We're in Dr. Rachel's bedroom, and we can see her puppy outside. And her puppy is so cute. It's Bernie, and it's a golden retriever. Oh, he's terrible. He's going to be digging holes and barking at the door <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. So if you hear any barking, that's Bernie. That's just Bernie. Oh. <laughs> we can hear you. Heard him. Um, so we thought we'd bring Dr. H back on the show. Now you've probably, if you are a long time listener, you would have heard from Dr. H maybe like 20 episodes ago and then also again previously, like ages and ages ago. Um, what are we talking about today, though, Emmy? We wanted to chat about keto and the keto diet in particular because we're getting lots of questions about it and we're seeing it everywhere on the internet and then also so many people are onto this new fad let's call it a fad because i'm pretty sure it's a fad um where they're actually taking a ketone supplement yes and we're like what is all this and we thought instead of just googling our way through it how about we ask someone who knows a little bit more about it like a doctor (laughs) <laughs> that's smart hey <laughs> instead of using dr google really? <laughs> who trusts doctor <laughs> so i guess like the main reason behind the people that are coming to us and asking about keto the main reason why they're trying this diet is to lose weight yeah and it's interesting that you said fad because that's when you look back and um, we were just chatting earlier about so why is keto or the ketogenic diet different to the Atkins diet mm. and how does that differ from paleo? Mm. So if you look up the Atkins, you'll actually see it's recorded, I think, even just the top of wiki as the new fad diet mm. of the 70s. Wow. So And there's a there's a book about all the fad diets and how they relate and there's always a common thread to them all. So there's that, um, I think, component where – People don't know where to start and they, they want a quick result mm-hmm. and they want to feel different quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, there's always that big group who don't really want to make any changes yes. that want a quick fix, and, yes. you know, and that will never work. That is where the fat comes in. Yep. That's where take a pill, take a supplement, put on a patch and all the weights can fall off and you'll be able to just still eat whatever you want and not do any exercise. So I think the fat is, is that part mm-hmm. for me. 
And then it comes into what's popular and then what's debunked with science. So, you know, when the Atkins diet came in, we were still, I guess science was very much on the heart disease idea of um, low fats, yeah. not high fat. Yeah. yeah. And they were scared of the cardiovascular risk yep. of having high fat. Mm-hmm. So they put that down to this could be dangerous. Mm. But if you compare Atkins to the ketogenic diet, it's very much a similar high percentage of fat you know, a quarter percentage of protein and a very low percent of carbohydrate intake per day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hard to maintain. Yes. So, because the- carbs are delicious <laughs> and required, right? And good for you. And good for us. Like vegetables yes. have carbs. Like <laughs> carrots are high carbs. Sweet potatoes are high carbs. I yeah. love Does them. Broccoli have carbs. Yeah, it's all carbs. <laughs> <laughs> so I think because it can get so complex, and we'll talk about what the ketones are—the actual mm. chemicals, but. Um, people talk now about macros. Yeah, so that's the cool term to yeah. use. For and then this whole thing, like if eating. it fits your macros, like this is a thing. Yeah, that people do. Yeah. And I'm everyone's always like, "Do you, can you guys please like the macros, macros of your recipes?" And we're, we're like, like, "No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like no, just eat when you're hungry. <laughs> like you're hungry, eat. You want don't to eat treat, too much. Eat, don't eat it every day. Okay. <laughs> and it's so easy now to Google. You can just Google 100 grams of sweet potato, and it will tell you the carbs. Yeah. yeah. So you can work out whatever you yeah. put together. Yeah. Um, but macros, really, whatever you eat is a combination of three main ingredients, and that's your protein, fat, and carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. So then you've got some vitamins and minerals mm. and water, and that's really all, all fiber. So wow. carbohydrates can be refined or they can be complex, and they're going to be absorbed and metabolized and used differently mm. in the body. So you can't put carbohydrates all into one bucket no, because they, they have a really different effect on the body. So I think with the people who are looking for a particular diet, there's going to be a different answer for all of them. So if you're an elite athlete, yeah. and I think this were where this became really trendy, mm-hmm. is there were a lot of Olympian cyclists and different groups of athletes that – already know exactly how to fuel their body. Mm. You know, anyone that comes into me and says, I want to lose weight, mm. you only need to go and look at a successful bodybuilder and say, what do you eat mm. every day? And yeah. it will be chicken, broccoli for four meals. Horrible. Yeah. That's probably about it. Yeah. Protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. Some do it shakes. Some do it just purely yeah. meal prep. Yeah. It's yeah. Really just really, yeah. Like really pure protein. Yeah, in the end, it's actually not that if you're healthy, say, like your hormones are are like in check, it's not very hard to lose weight, is it? It's like if you eat this food and Mm. exercise, you will guarantee lose weight. But the hard thing is the mind. It's Mm. like because, oh, I can see that cake over there and I'm going to eat it. Like, Mm. So that's really the answer to weight loss. It's starting with our mind. But anyway, I'm totally going on a tangent. Yeah, you're absolutely right. (laughs) So, I mean, those athletes that are looking to enhance performance and find out how they can continue on past 30 kilometres in a race by adding some ketones as a supplement is a completely different thing than, you know, my friend down the road who's 38 and has six kilos more after baby Yeah, who goes to the gym a couple of times a week and barely, you know, basically eats good meals yeah, plus a few snacks and extra coffee. And yeah. Just not quite sure how to pull out the majority of the breads and extra baked goods or snacks like crackers and bickies and those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, cheese and crackers. Yeah, so when corn you chips. look at... Yeah. So. <laughs> I love corn chips. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, we're just going to list all the food we love. 
So the the body will use sugar number one. So mm-hmm. the the brain wants a continued, very fine range of glucose all the time, mm-hmm. or you'll be unconscious. So it mm. will do anything to maintain that so the brain can continue. So it will use your sugars. It will store some sugars in your liver. Um, then if you're running low on sugars, it will then bring some of those sugars back up. So there's glycolysis and gluconeogenesis and all these different processes. Then when it runs out of those stores, it will turn to the next store that you have, which will be fats. Mm. And then in the process of metabolizing fats, it's going to need the help of some amino acids or some protein. So it's not like all these processes go on all individually. It's like one stops, the next one starts. Mm. They're all running kind of concurrently Mm. in a minimal amount of you know, time. So it's like three cylinders in a car and it's like a backup engine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when a, one engine's going full bore because you're pouring in the bickies and the breads and <laughs> <laughs> it's got so much sugar, like the body really... I like that, pouring in the bickies. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, its biggest problem then is trying to keep the sugar from being too high. So yeah. the insulin has to work extra hard. Yeah. And I think the majority of our population, American population in the West... They talk about our diet being 55, 60% carbohydrates and yeah. 40% of that's probably refined. I yeah. think that's too much. Way too much. Yeah. And when so, it's like bickies and cakes. Yeah. <laughs> so refined. Stuff. Yeah. Not good. No. So the body's always trying to then bring this level down because the, the high sugar content is very toxic. That's what happens in diabetics. Yeah. Mm. Damage all the little vessels in the eyes and the kidneys and mm, the, the periphery. And, you know, diabetics suffer terribly and they lose their vision, they lose limbs, yeah. they lose kidney function. So to- sugar circulating is super toxic. Wow. So insulin works well at keeping our sugar down by storing our sugar into cells or turning it into fat and storing it. Mm-hmm. So like it's a great theory and it does work really well either paleo atkins ketogenic Mm. diet they all work well and again we come back to the same old story of moderation Mm. is that if we can reduce the amount of carbohydrates you're having in a day then your body's going to love that Mm. and if you can have good healthy quality percentage of fats Mm -hmm. so these diets talk between 25 and 40 percent fats so there's a little bit of variation um and then low levels of carbs so I think the ketogenic diet is a bit more unique in the way that we get the carbs low enough that you can actually test the ketone bodies in your urine. Yes. So ketone bodies, there's a bit of discrepancy and argument about which ones technically are ketones and which aren't. Mm-hmm. So they're just a chemical structure like an alcohol and they circulate as a byproduct of when you stop breaking down your carbs, you start using fat. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you you need to actually have the body go into that process. Yep. You have to have low enough amount of carbs for the body to have to start burning your fat for these ketones to be circulating in the blood. Now they smell like, well, acetone is one of them, acetylaldehyde, oh, breaking oh. down to acetone. So when you have quite a bit of them, your urine will smell quite oh, sweet. Oh, really? And you get this acetone sweet smell on wow. the Wow. So there's a few conditions where this happens, um, you know, without – trying without using that diet so this you can have high levels of keto ketones and ketogenesis in alcoholics for example so that's going a bit off the track so the point is that the ketones are there because there's a metabolic process happening and this Mm. is a byproduct of that so the body's looking for a quick and 
source of sugar for the brain to continue working well. And it can, these ketones can cross the blood brain barrier and get into the brain and be kind of a temporary, you know, correction so that you don't have a problem with brain function when your sugar gets oh. too low. So, Is that a bad thing? Well, it's it's a protective thing for the body. Oh. And it's We don't know. There's some really interesting studies coming out about um, the long-term benefit for things like Alzheimer's. We mm. know that children with um, epilepsy that's really hard to treat do very well on this very, very low-carbohydrate diet. Wow. So there's something to it. Okay. But we definitely don't put these people into, you know, this extreme ketosis. Mm. So we're not checking and watching urine and making mm. sure they're in this high level of ketone production all the time. Mm-hmm. It's more that if they do have the ability to, you know, the metabolism can work by this balanced amount of fat metabolized um, using proteins as a fuel for energy and not this continued high amount of quite toxic refined sugars. Yes, okay. Then there seems to be a protective yep. and even a, a repairing, but it's okay. going to be a long way before we can see good results wow. of that. So there's some other health effects of it as well. Now, why would you take ketones? Yeah, because, yeah, because this is like the thing that's like going around and like I see it all over Facebook. Like people are taking these powders, ketones, to get them into ketosis or something. It's like I want to Google it. Or like they do, it. they're taking it like as like, and they're just taking the powders sometimes. Yeah. So there is a problem with that because the body has incredible feedback mechanisms. So when it sees that there's a high level of ketones in the blood, it's going to respond by changing something to not produce as many of that. So it's going to protect itself however oh. it can. So it's like when you have a thyroid change if you use thyroid hormone then the feedback to the brain says oh you know it's working well so it doesn't send as much stimulating hormone to produce Ah. to drive the thyroid further so sometimes when you take something especially hormones you can decrease the natural function of that organ or that body part so there's a similar thing happened they did some studies so some of the olympians i think they were the cyclists we should put a couple of links up to these studies for those who you know, are very into this and techie and probably growl at me for... <laughs> they can growl <laughs> away. negative about ketosis. I growl. think eating this way is amazing. I see great results, mm. but not into the point where you've got high ketones in the urine and the breath and you're pushing mm. too hard and mm-hmm. definitely not supplementing with it. But that's just my stance on it at the moment. Um, so this is sports medicine. This was March 17, so it's quite recent. Um, and it shows that the supplements like the BHB can turn off the stored fat breakdown lipolysis through a feedback loop, which prevents excessive ketone production. Uh-huh. So it actually protects itself in that way. Um, so, yeah, there's another of the Journal of Cell Signal, and this is in April 16. Um, and it just shows that there's, you know, negative scientific research published when ketones are taken as a dietary supplement. So they're more for increased performance. Mm, yeah. So that's sort of thinking if you're an athlete, I have a um, an international – gee, I'm so up on my sports, aren't I? She's so amazing. Um, Iron Woman. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Triathlete. Runner, no, she's not. And they are like insane. Yeah. Yeah. Super fit. Amazing. She recently put herself through a trial of 
keto ah. because there was other trainers and people yep. trialing it and she has access to all the supplements and sponsored and um, has a lot of sports nutritionists and different people but they're always just experimenting on themselves yeah. because everyone's body's different yeah and they train a certain way so yeah. you sort of get yourself trained into what you can trust and you don't have poor recovery or injury yeah. she did really poorly Wow. She's just gone back to moderation, which is, you know, very much still like the basic ketogenic diet principles, Atkins diet principles, paleo principles. She certainly doesn't eat refined carbohydrates ever and has a lot of good protein supplementing, um, but not to the point where you're starting to show signs where the body has byproducts producing ketones. And so ketones are acidic. So you're getting a build-up of potentially a lot of acid-forming chemicals. It's so funny because everyone like who does it, like they are excited when they have the ketones. What do you mean? Like on social media that I've seen. Like but like, that means, yeah, but they're excited because their know, bodies are going yeah, into like, ketosis and then they're going into fat-burning mode. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. And that's what – like I quickly just Googled like why are people taking these – um, what do they call it? The, ketones. Yeah, the ketones, the exogenic. Genus? Does that mean external? I don't know. <laughs> Exogenic. Oh, yeah, that. Um, one of the hottest products on the market right now. And it's saying pretty much they're a great product because you can eat the carbs, eat whatever you want, <laughs> then you take the ketones, <laughs> and poof, magic, your body's in ketosis. It's like, guys, that's not healthy. Like, hello. <laughs> and I just don't even feel bad about the baked goods. <laughs> Over and over and over and over again, we're all like, these things don't work. They do more damage, I'm sure. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> Dum dums. Um, oh. What about like, so this high fat, low carb? Like, what about for women and hormones? Because I know like lots of women get attracted to the the idea that oh, I'll lose weight on that diet. Like, so I should just eat only fat, no carbs. Like. Mm. only avocado and eggs no no carbs only chicken and whatever mm. no carbs like they so you got to refine no carbs so when so, they say no, you mean super low carb no yeah no, so they wouldn't no eat bread, no, no bread, bread no rice no, no potato yep but you're still going to have vegetables yeah so you are having complex carbohydrates and yeah. you're probably having a decent proportion which are going to be likely more than what's going to put you into ketogenesis mm. so it's it's healthy. Okay. So Atkins was was really argued against because back then we had the cardiovascular risk. So they just found the idea about mm. cholesterol and fats and do fats then clog up our arteries <laughs> and do they cause heart attacks and, and atherosclerosis. And again, it's kind of shooting the messenger, isn't it? Because it's the inflammation and yeah. the damage yeah. of the vessels that are, are causing the need for this kind of fatty spack filler that's lining all yeah. the arteries, mm. which is what? What is the inflammatory driver? The sugar. We already know that. So it's just in the 70s. Like that was a bit of a yeah. far push. Yeah. It was far-fetched. Yeah. Like, this is dangerous. Yeah, How whole crazy thing. is that? Even the AMA now or, you know, or get a bit cross about – some of the groups that push like paleo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really just occasional wording where they get things a little incorrect and claim something a little more than what 
technically it should be. Okay, yeah. Where, you know, I guess as a body, they've got to protect the general population mm, yeah. and not put them at risk. So yeah. there are groups of people who smoke who are very overweight, who are likely not to do so well if they've got a massive amount of fat. But saturated fats are a completely different thing to good, healthy avocado nuts yes. and mm. egg. Yeah. So you can't sort of keep those in the same bucket either. Yeah, it's yeah. just like this big confusing thing. Like everyone's so confused, I think. Like that's uh, why we have to simplify it. Yeah, and so going back to say Sarah and the I Quit Sugar program, yeah. which is not running now. Yeah. So for years I was on the, the panel with that and it's interesting when you read about the keto. So um, there's a – let me see if I can see what to expect. So there's a few little things that I was looking up. Um the side effects initially going into ketosis mm. or changing your diet, and this is constipation, backache, headache, bad breath, feeling sick, dizziness, fatigue. Oh, no. <laughs> but when you see women who – women, people um, who were starting on the eight-week I quit sugar, mm. same. Yeah. Same story, same complaint. It's like same. a detox from yeah. the shit. Detox. Yeah. It's, it's like detoxing from crap. the body's got to go through a process of like, oh, we were on this – Great thing where you kept us pouring us sugars. We yeah. were so lazy we didn't really have to get our liver to do yeah. much. And wow. We just live on this. And now it's like, ah, oh, what do we do? We yeah. have to change our processing and, you know, start mm-hmm. to build a whole different metabolic system. And, and usually it's like after time. years and years of treating, like, you know, we grew up on this type of food. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, it's Toast not going to. Vegemite, wheat bix, breakfast, yeah. white bread sandwich for lunch. Yeah. And then potato for dinner. <laughs> It's so crazy. It's and it was healthy, right? And always bread on the side. <laughs> margarine. Always margarine. Always margarine. Yeah. Like, butter is so much better. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So I think um, any of these groups of diets that don't go to the extreme. Yes. That reduce our complex carbohydrates mm-hmm. are really sensible. And when we come back to macros, then mm-hmm. if it's just eat real food, yeah. which mm-hmm. is what Sarah used to say, and yeah, if it's grown and it's complex in the way it is, then it's going to be okay. Mm. It's just quantity. But a lot of yeah. people think they can exercise out of excess weight. Yes. And it's really just what you're putting in your mouth. Yeah. And it does come down to your macros. And if you know how many grams of carbs, fats and protein you need in a day and you put that all out on your bench and you chop it all up yeah. and you serve that to your body, which is a machine, yeah. then it will set itself to the – size and weight it needs to be yeah and then so cool and yeah it's like it's like just realizing that it doesn't have to be complicated and knowing that healthy real food is actually bloody yum and you can enjoy that type of food too and it's like and every now and again it's okay like okay if you want to have the corn chips and guacamole like enjoy it yeah or a wine or a wine enjoy enjoy the food that isn't good for you but just don't stress about it and don't be – I think it's like sometimes if you get really obsessed, that like causes so much stress as well that it makes you put on weight. That's my theory anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's my theory too. <laughs> and you're <laughs> – coming back to the um, – We've absolutely no scientific research no, done. Just, <laughs> theory. My, theory so my personal ex- and personal experience. Yeah, true. But you started off with um, – Mindset. Yeah. And why we eat what we eat. Yes. It's about changing our state. Mm. And we 
consume something so that we can feel different. Mm. And usually that's because we feel anxious or we have high sugar or we have low sugar Mm. or we have some sort of discomfort and we need to fix. And a lot of that's emotional discomfort as well. And people put on a big barrier of weight often with trauma and with different experiences. And I think that Mary Body and what you're finding Mm. with all these women who are experiencing a whole new view of their body and how it works and Mm -hmm. in a positive light Mm. they can then say all right well you know I know it's a machine and I can just fuel it I'm Mm. not doing this because I need a treat or I'm feeling sad or yeah because that doesn't make you feel better yeah it's like yeah it's like you can once you begin to see your body differently as in like you want to actually look after it and not just be like kind of looking after whatever the chocolate's going to do to your whatever, I don't know, like just make you that quick fix, like, oh, I feel good for a moment. Oh, now I feel good. Yeah, because you want to look after your body because it's like this is the thing that's taking me on my journey. Yeah, and you love it so much. I want a comfy journey. And then the flip side is that you can be controlled by the chemicals and you don't even know. So you can be high sugar with this Mm. driven insulin that creates the strongest craving. You can't help yourself. Like you see little kids, especially when they have some, you know, brain chemistry issues or even spectrum and you're taking them off carbs and they turn into crazy animals that will do anything, (gasps) like scrape through, you know, freezers for crumbs of bread for carbs. Because there's such a strong, strong drive, like opioids in the brain, it's a very similar mechanism. So you get this hit, this high, and you get this serotonin release and you feel good. Mm. So you can understand that it, it... Although there's a lot of emotional and and behavioural mm-hmm. eating, there's also a massive drive of mm-hmm. chemical-driven eating. So I think that's why when you start one of these programs, you feel awful. So yeah. you're going through detox. You're like a drug addict. Yes. You know, running out of their source yeah. of And that was like hit. on that sugar film they talked about, yeah. that like comparing it to cocaine and like looking at the brain yeah. and what happens in the Fires brain. it up, yeah. That's so when so that's crazy. gone, it's such a calm cool and amazing controlled feeling like people just say i don't have cravings i'm not hungry like i feel full i just eat this and i'm all right for then i forget that i used to look through my drawer for that snack at 11 o'clock or go hunting for the cake i totally know that yeah yeah Yeah. i have that i knew that yeah when i have my period i always get hungry oh there's big hormones taking over (laughs) i'm hungry feed me I'm still hungry. What else can I eat? <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, I need it. So you do, you do know that we're supposed to be pregnant or breastfeeding all of our entire adult female life. Are we? We could talk about that, should we? What? Well, look, think about genetically. Well, how are we designed? So yeah, why do we get our period every month? Because now we are clever and we have science and we have <laughs> contraception and we make choices to stop that happening. But by design, physically, the body is much better in a state of pregnancy and breastfeeding with progesterone level even. Oh, really? Oh, not period after period after period. But how many Science. children would that mean we would <laughs> well, have to? It's not exactly the way we're going to do this, <laughs> is it? Ten <laughs> it just or more. gives you a bit more no. insight into making sense of, you know, why we struggle with yeah. so many things. Because it's such a cyclic thing and there's so much change that's going on in that. And it's like it's back again already? I can't believe that is how we're probably meant to be living. That is so funny. We're just meant to have a bazillion children. (laughs) Not so much meant, but just, you know, physiologically the body struggles when it has to go through that. 
Wow. So things like marinas, although people don't like artificial hormones, I think that's something that has such a small amount of locally mm. released hormone, the progesterone, which is like a artificial state of pregnancy, mm. so oh. that you have much more stable, even keeled hormones. Yeah. So not as crazy Carla hunting <laughs> I ate For food every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's like, pretty good. Yeah, almonds. No snacks. I'm gonna go roast some almonds. Are <laughs> <laughs> you chewing the tub of peanut butter the other night? Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was that. That we was were like, so hungry. That was preparation for period because it wasn't even. <laughs> <there. laughs> no, we just hadn't eaten very yeah, much. Yours. <laughs> oh yeah, I had mine. It's like sympathy period. <laughs> McKenna's eating early too. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? Oh, my God. Well, I feel like this chat was really good. Shed some light. I think there's probably a lot more technical things we oh, could talk yeah. about. The ketones and the types of them and, you know, how all that works. But I think it, it does get really complex. You look at biochemical cycles. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, you just got to remember what do makes you think, common sense. Do you know what I think about the chem- like it's a chemical that you're ingesting? So, like, again, like it's like eat real food. Like it's a oh, powder. for the supplement, like for yeah. the supplement. Like it's a powder. Like it doesn't look like food. It's, it's probably not packet. food. It's probably not food. No. It's, it's probably not, not good food. for you. Um, And then I think another lesson I feel I got from this is like don't just like read the marketing of like, – like don't just read the website of the product because they're just trying to sell it. Like, their main goal is to make money, right? So yeah. obviously everything they're going to say is going to be is going to be pro. positive. So unless it's a TGA listed therapeutic good in Australia, then they're limited in what claims they can make. Ah. If it's a food source, if it comes from the US, if then they really don't get governed a great deal. Wow. So they can claim pretty much anything. <gasps> wow. And See, you really don't scary. know. So the one of the studies I saw at the last conference I was at, they they just picked randomly couple of hundred supplements off the shelf and scientifically tested what was wow. in them. These were all imported stuff, so not Australian. About 10% had what they claimed was no on the way. label. Oh, my God. See, this is and scary. Their supplements. So if they claim it's a food oh. source and you really don't know what's in there. So, you know, there's I see a lot of people who suffer because they're taking something they think is natural and, the, the yeah, they have wow. problems sleeping or they have quite stimulated brain activity or they feel nauseous and not everyone's the same. We all have a different, you know, yeah. risks and different metabolic rate and different organ functions. So, yeah, you've got to be a bit careful. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, feel like a- we've just, like, opened up a little box. Of- yeah, I feel like we should all <laughs> Send just- all the hate mail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I you would like to info <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's like I hope everyone does question what they're hearing and then do their own research. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't like shoot shoot us, hey. Yeah. Don't don't send we're it our just, way. We just, just want to open up the conversation. Yeah. Because we're can we were confused too and we've got people coming to us. So it's like yeah. where we need to ask the questions. Yeah. So weight loss will happen with reduced carbohydrate intake. So if you get even close to what you need with ketogenic, you're gonna lose weight. Yeah. So that's the byproduct of it. It's great. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you've got ketones, you can test with your urine dipstick or if you're not quite there. But taking ketones will not put you into fat burning ketolysis, like it won't uh, lipolysis or ketogenic state. So you're only taking them. And I think that came from the athletes supplementing mm. with it to give them longevity and yeah. their performance. So they've crossed it over. Yeah. They've gone, oh, all oh, the athletes are taking this. Yeah. We should do it. Yeah. And so breaking down fats is great. 
and ketones are in our urine. So it's it's a bit muddled. Doesn't mm, make a lot of sense yeah. to me. And you know, other doctors I talk about, I'm like, oh, am I missing something? I've just had another look at this, and what am I missing? They go, no, I know it makes no sense. Mm. Wow. So, yeah. We don't need to take it, but if you want to try and reduce your carbs, it's great. Yeah. Go for it. But just check with your doctor, make sure, you know, liver kidney function's okay and your blood sugars are all right mm-hmm. and you're not in a metabolic syndrome state mm-hmm. where your insulin's a bit off. Um, because you can quickly have trouble and go into ketoacidosis, which is what happens with diabetics when they get very sick. Mm. So be a little careful. Yeah. See, guys, yeah. go to see Dr. H. <laughs> yeah. Your close doctor. You know <laughs> but if you are on the Gold Coast, go Dr. and see Dr. H. Go and see Dr. H. <laughs> she works at Han Health and she's amazing. She's our favorite. But um, where else can they find more info about you on the interwebs? At drh.com.au mm-hmm. and Insta and the usual. Instagram at Dr. Rach Wyndham. Correct. And we'll put the links in the show notes as well. Go and follow her. She's amazing and we love her very much. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. If you have any questions... <laughs> Shoot them through. through. <laughs> <laughs> or comment to the keto company. <laughs> yeah, yeah go not to, us, to all the supplement companies, guys. Yeah. Okay, have a good day. Bye. Bye.